0: Normally I'm very, like, okay, whatever, like, relaxed about shit like queer baiting or or whatever. But, like, Harry Styles is, like, the worst queer baiter in the world.
1: Exactly. He just has really poor aesthetic sensibility. And I feel like if you're going to adopt, like, queer aesthetics, like, do it well. Like, that's such a...
0: uh, It's so, like... It's just like this is obviously a straight man. Yeah. Maury, you know? Yeah, like, yeah no, definitely. Uh, yeah. And with and the the boas and the hankies and yeah. in like the back pockets, it's yeah. all but very just, funny to me. Yeah,
1: I find his like fascination with both like like queerness and also like women or like yeah. like femininity to be like very like fetishistic almost. Like it's yeah. it's like I I at best it's cringe and at worst it's like weird and fetishy but that's like just fine
0: you know. yeah <laughs> um hey Another by the crime. way
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome back to the humble superstar podcast the only podcast that's not just a podcast but also a journey that you come along with me to my meteoric rise to stardom and today i have uh two very special guests with me Jeff and Shay, do you want to introduce yourselves? Sure.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Hi, I'm Shay, um, and um, I'm here with my friend Jeff, um, and we're like working on a, a little documentary right now. So we're out here to shoot some stuff in Little Italy um, to get some some good GoPro footy. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're, at the, we're, we're coming at you live at the San Gennaro Feast. In right. Italy. twenty twenty two, we're we're feasting and
0: potting at the same time. <laughs> um, Once we're no. I showed,
2: I showed you guys like they, the the Italian American <laughs> podcast we're doing a live. Yeah, show. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I love that, and it was just all like old men. Yeah, Perfect. I don't
2: know. I, I don't know if that was the 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 the, um, the stars or the hosts. Um, I, I hope. Think, <laughs> I think. Oh, no, I think that was just like the uh, the audio people like. I've listened I've actually listened, my mom has sent me episodes of them before. It's okay, epic. Yeah. There's like a lot of people on that podcast. Is
0: like, your mom on like the podcasting tip?
2: Oh, hell yeah. My mom is like kind of um she's like got her own kind of like lifestyle brand and kind of like Reiki oh, practitioner cool. right. and uh meditation healer. She's she's sick. She's mm-hmm. she's like my uh not only is she my mom, she's also pretty solid Reiki and therapist and My personal therapist. Yeah. Like a cool
0: new age lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: What
2: does she think about your um, your ketamine practice? She thinks it's really interesting. She was like kind of like always against drug use pretty bad throughout my whole life. Um she's she's had like a lot of family members with like, you know, bad problems and bad shit happened and then she's gotten to this kind of like spiritual realm and is like kind of curious about psychedelics now.
0: Right. And she's
2: like, Oh yeah, like I would I would do shrooms if I had like a if I had, like, a shaman. But it's like, oh, I don't
0: know. Mom, you don't need a shaman. Just come down to the city and buy a bar. Yeah, I mean. seriously. No, I, that, I have mentioned on this pod before how much shrooms have taken over NYC. I think it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Everyone is suddenly a drug addict for, like, no reason to. Like, yeah. shrooms is huge. Mm-hmm. K is probably bigger though yeah and like i literally got an instagram ad just the other day for at home methadone usage what and i was like this has gone too far this country needs to fix itself well
1: it's interesting that we're seeing like drugs rebranded as like holistic as opposed to like just like a pharmaceutical thing like they like they stopped uh giving like really strong painkillers like uh prescription or over the counter or whatever but they're like oh you can get like an iv drip of methadone like in your house if you want (laughs) like
0: for like a discounted rate my instagram ad
1: (laughs) it's
2: definitely like i think there's just um a lot of market potential like that's why they're 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 going so hard with it right now. Like, there's so... All these, like, Netflix documentaries about, like, the potentials of psychedelics and, like, therapy and everything. It's also, like, in tandem with, like, I mean, how mental health is such a crisis. So, like, there is kind of a need for something new. But I also feel like it's a combination of the need with, like, people just capitalizing on it. Like, hardcore, you know? Well, no doubt they're funding
1: the documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're
0: definitely funding the documentaries like from the top down mm-hmm. and like the way that they're they're simply just like all these drugs are suddenly just getting legalized all over the place. Yeah, like yeah, you hear yeah. about it every single day. I'm like yeah. people are truly just on shit 24/7. No, for-
1: I mean, a lot of, like, pretty much most people have, like, an Adderall or a Vyvanse prescription. Yeah, or, like,
0: they're on SSRIs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just constantly, like, fucking with our brain chemistry. Yeah, literally. It's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to, like, plug your pod in the film,
2: too? Yeah, Yeah. where should we... I guess, how how should we describe it? Like...
1: Uh, yeah, um, I mean... uh, Copy pasta is like um, this podcast that we're doing sort of um, to gather material for a documentary that I'm helping Jeff out with. Um, he has this really good idea about how like Italian Americans have sort of like become like caricatures of themselves online um, like to exaggerated uh, like mafioso personas sort of. Um, and there's sort of like a long history of that um, that's gotten like gradually more and more intense and it's sort of like exemplary of like a larger uh, thing about identity um, and the way we've sort of like um, become like stereotyped like watered down versions of ourselves to like make ourselves marketable for social media um, right right and, yeah. uh,
0: Italians culturally like It's funny the uh, Italians culturally haven't been air quotes relevant in in uh, a while not since like the golden age of the Sopranos being on television yeah, yeah.
2: well now it's back yeah and that's, it, it's like it's back in a big because the sopranos have kind of came back so hard like there's so you know I guess one of the things that I was noticing when I came up with this idea was just kind of like the amount of like sopranos memes. And Kind of yeah. like the is kind of a, just a we're doing a it's a kind of a critique of meme culture and visual culture in general but specifically through this like Italian lens and um yeah I I think um I think uh the the resurgence of the Sopranos has kind of spawned this new wave of like Italian comedy that's taking place online where like people like and, and it presented itself not only in memes but also like in TikTok's personalities and people being very kind of like um you know stereotypical kind of like uh goomba yeah go fuck your mother type wearing a wife beater yeah exactly. yeah they're making they're doing like cooking videos or they're just like on the street like talking and saying some bullshit yeah. um and it's all fun it's like super funny and cool but it's also just like i think it says there's do you know
0: what rocks do you know what rocks what? Uh, It's, like, super funny and cool, like, now in our present time, but, like, only a few decades ago, it would have been, like, borderline racist or something, right?
1: Yeah, well, actually, like, the funny thing about this with zero value judgment is that, like, Italian-Americans are one of the few, like, rather distinct, like... American ethnic identities that is still, like, okay to make fun of. Yeah. So that's sort of why, like, everyone's just having a good laugh about it. Um, But, yeah, like Jeff said, like, these guys, like, are cool. Like, there's a reason why everyone likes them. It's because they're, like, highly charismatic. And, like, it's, like, a really fun, like, funny persona. And so, like, we're not trying to say that that's bad <laughs> like we're no. just saying that it's so, it's happening yeah
2: there are, <laughs> there are aspects to it that i do think you know can be lame and For sure. and yeah, I, yeah. but i i think it's just i, I want to approach it with kind of a more um objective lens and, and not yeah. um you know judge anyone um i i kind of wanted to explore the reason why it exists in the first place and kind of just tie it all back to and it's funny, like, a lot of these, like, concepts of, of, like, media or just kind of, like, visual culture and, like, identity and, like, characterization kind of all tie back to, like, ancient Rome in a weird way as well. Yeah. So it's kind of a lo- It's They kind of, like, uh, you know, embody this long history of culture. And, like, um, it just kind of gets. Um yeah,
0: this, like, that's. in. Yeah, the ancient Romans probably invented that sort of like machismo energy. Yeah,
2: they were kind of the first like um, theatrical kind of idea of like stock characters or like archetypical characters. Yeah, like you know back in the day when you know you couldn't when things were like on theater you know like you know people were super far away from things they would have giant big giant masks and be like. You know, be embody like a stereotypical character that everyone yeah. can kind of like. Oh, there's the the cuck character. There's right, like the right, crazy right. like mom character or whatever. Like, and and it was be you know there was no cameras. You can't zoom in. You can't you know it was like it, you needed to be that bombastic to kind of like get your 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 story across and get you know yeah. make it accessible.
1: that, like, indicate, like, exactly what type of person you are and, like, how people are supposed to feel about you and, like, where they're supposed to sort of, like, place you on the existing list of, like, archetypes in their head.
0: Right. And that's sort of,
1: like, with the Italian shit, it's, like, that, like, when you boil identity down to, like, just a few signifiers um, that will, like, trick an algorithm, then, like, ultimately that sort of becomes what the identity is, like, after enough time.
0: Right. Um, right. Art imitates life. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Or and life imitates you know? art. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's I, a fucking never-ending cycle, especially with like. And like I think digital w- media more and more, more taking over life. You know? Yeah.
0: And
2: I and I think what's really kind of like the thing that I've been obsessing over is that like. To get my <laughs> shit. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I'm also trying to get my juice.
2: Um, it's like very hyper real. This kind of like new Italian, the internet Italianism, I guess you can call it, where it's like real Italian Americans are like doing the signs and this symbols performative Italian yeah it's all here. it's like they're they're doing all of the the signs and symbols of being Italian which makes it kind of like the that then everyone kind of the world kind of perceives like oh that is what being Italian making this hand gesture making this food right. like and it becomes like the map taking over the territory like the, the exactly. it's very hyper yeah, yeah.
1: and that's like what's so fascinating about it as well is like this isn't, like, somebody else doing an Italian caricature, like, to, like, totally mock the culture. It's, like, someone that within the culture that's, like, capitalizing upon, like, the easy signifiers of the culture. Um, and I think that's what, like, makes it more of, like, impossible to um, differentiate from, like, real. Yeah, it's so right. ingrained
2: within the culture now. But it does, I mean, a lot of the, the origins are from non-Italians as well, kind of like... Um, but, yeah, but now it's like, and it, there's such a battle, like there's so much, there's like another, I've been hearing like about like, I've uh, been reading a lot about the days of the Jersey Shore popping off, mm-hmm. and like the battle in which that caused of like, you know, like old... The shock
0: and awe from yeah, Italians and far it's a, and wide. It's
2: a it's a, gener, it's a generational thing, and there's like a really interesting kind of like thing that exists between the generations about like the ideas of representation or whatever and like kind of how they they feel as though they should be like they, the do's and don'ts and how it like sh- that that idea shifts you know generation to generation but um yeah I mean it's I and mean, yeah Shay is completely right like it is one of the main I think reasonings for this and why it's been so widely like memified and and kind of like um you know turned into this like this kind of overall, like, all-encompassing, like, comedic angle of, like, all this Italian imagery is kind of because it's, like, they're white, we're white, so it's, like, not racist to make fun of us. Like, Well, also, like,
0: (laughs) do you think it's, like, a last gasp of, like, oh my god, yes we are! Uh, Do you think it's, like, a last (laughs) sorry, someone on the street said, hey, look, they're podcasting. Um, uh, Do you think it's, like, a last gasp, kind of of, like, Italian culture because, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, and maybe you have a better grasp on this than I do because I'm such a cultural mutt uh, and I'm, like, genealogically a billion different European things. Yeah. Um, but, like, Italians culturally have seemed to, like, retain a certain... Um, relevance and like almost like a, a a sustainment of like their cultural heritage more more than like say the Irish have yeah, yeah, yeah. in America no, like most Irish people I know are dead ass just like conceived as like white people yeah you know or like a plain old white yeah, exactly. person and
1: they immigrated at the same time um well i, I was a little bit before like that's right true, before.
2: That's
0: right true. You're but why do, why do we think that is like why have italians like
2: because we got a little bit of spice there's a little there's also like there are some italian people where you're like oh that's not a white person like they're like right that's true There's some people
0: are really dark
2: and i but think why
0: why have they why why the have italians like ...plung to their community, I guess. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, I feel... Well, like, Jeff could probably speak on this more than I can... ...because I'm not Italian, but... ...if I had to, like, guess for myself, I would say... Mm -hmm. ...a combination of, like, the culture itself... ...uh, having more values about, like, upholding tradition... ...and community... ...and family, and, like, all of... ...and, like, passing down, like, things like recipes... ...and, like, all this stuff that, like, prioritizes, like... ...sort of upholding the culture... ...um... And like an also, ethnic y- Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, a combination of that and, like, their, like, culture, like, accurate or inaccurately being immortalized, like, through cinema with, like, mob movies and shit. That's true, too. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think that's, I mean, that's kind of the, one of the main things I want to explore, you know, and I think because we're doing something that's mainly, I think in my opinion, this is really more about visual culture and about mm-hmm. the perception of images and and what it does to us, you know, psychologically. And I think because when you think of American cinema, some of the great, you know, when you they're they're about the Italian mob. Like they yeah. they're they're that's like kind of one of the most classic. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like the mythology in which our country lives by in a weird way. We're so crime obsessed, like even even other things that aren't necessarily about Italians are like the crime. Wild West, so right? You know? yeah. yeah, or even, or even just like Breaking Bad, or even like kind of like the more like gangster kind of like um, inner city kind of um, type crime genre things are very like influenced by like the mob, like Godfather and Scarface, or well, Scarface isn't really Italian, but like um, you know Goodfellas, like they're obsessed with those kinds of characters.
0: So do you think like? This is maybe a reach or whatever, but do you think, like, that there's, like, a cultural understanding, uh, like, an innate understanding that that's how the world is secretly run, like, everything is run like the mob. And so people are, like, inherently attracted to, like, the high operatic violence and political nature of it all because it's, like, like, the high drama of life.
1: Well, I think it's like, if I had to guess, I would I would say that it's like um, it's more accessible and um, gritty and tangible than like white collar crime, but right. at the same time, like it has like a certain prestige to it because like the mafia was... It was so well-documented. Like, there, it was, like, so centralized, like, the power. Like, yeah. there was such a network of power in the way that, like, honestly, like, gangs really don't have, like, the same structure anymore. Like, even the gangs that exist today, like, at, at least in New York. Like, I don't know about other places. I'm sure that in a lot of other places they might run similarly to the way the, mo- the mafia used to. But um, today gangs are all pretty disparate whereas like they would have like families and like this whole and so like all of that you shit is like really intriguing other, yeah. exactly like all that shit's really intriguing because it's like a mixture of like civility and like a sort of hierarchy and like a civilization within itself with its own rule, set of rules right um what is that? it's a yerba mate what is it called a mate? a yerba mate yeah it's like it's a, it's a yeah thank you for uh-huh. no problem um sup guy Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh yeah basically just um because it yeah because there, there was something intriguing about all of that all of that stuff that they had going on yeah there, you know the underground of it all they had, a whole, yeah, they all. Network. They had
2: a whole thing well, my, so my thing my theory on this is um is kind of like it's such a powerful fantasy because our you know, your everyone's reality is so shaped like our sense of the world is so shaped by like kind of bureaucracy and laws and certain kind of restrictions, you know, and we're we're such a freedom based kind of country, we're so obsessed with that mythology of freedom. And I think the mob movies and kind of crime, organized crime is a is a very powerful fantasy in which you can shape and alter your own reality and run the show and pull the the strings cut through the kafka-esque nonsense literally yeah and i think that's why it's like kind of such a um i think it's just a very we're we're so powerless most of them like you're you know you're kind of just like you know you're you can only really you know you're what is the, the saying you're dealt the the, you got to play the cards are dealt or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, um... No I one think, is dealt a good hand. Right, yeah. Or, like, you know, there's just always something that's just, like, you know, you really cannot change. And I think those... These fantasies are, like, um, a way in which people kind of, like, can break free from them. Yeah. And and I think, um, also, weirdly enough, I feel like the... the um, these, like, kind of new Italian, like, kind of, like, comedic influencer internet people... Um, weirdly exemplify that same energy, because it's like the traditional way of success or whatever and getting a good job, or whatever is so kind of unattainable now that right. like now being a celeb, being a like a personality is like the only like kind of like saving grace for that like the only way to circumvent an average it's life it's like the yeah.
1: dirtbags American dream in the exact same way that like being a mafioso was the dirtbags American yeah. dream like 20 uh, years ago yeah, yeah exactly absolutely. yeah like being yeah, a drug loopholes. dealer and like being an influencer like are not that far off like either yeah. way you're sort of like the idea is that you're like gaming the system and you've also like sold out like a huge part of your soul (laughs) and and your
2: main product is is some kind of vice in a way you know like a lot of these things are very addictive and kind of like don't really contain any substance or value (laughs)
0: like no well
2: that's very like um,
0: that's also very like uh, I know like Italians are Catholic but I, I think that would probably resonate a lot with like the the Protestant nature of our country, like being Definitely, constantly yeah. conflicted with like, with like virtue and sin, yeah. all the all the time. Like that's what that's how like the mob is truly depicted in all works of you know cinema and television too. Is like this
2: moral struggle,
0: yeah, moral struggle dichotomy between like what is right and wrong, yeah. Family values.
1: You know it, and one hundred percent, and and also I I think what's interesting as well is like, the Sopranos sort of did mark this like transitional period from the Italian American identity moving from like the mob era into like the modern era, especially in the sense that, Tony's main conflict is like he doesn't want to appear weak, from like having panic attacks and passing out, so he goes to therapy to solve that. But, like, in therapy, he has to betray, like, the most important principle of being a mafioso, which is, like, not only to repress your emotions, but to, like, not speak on them at all. Yeah. And he has to, like, expose, like, his whole subconscious, like, psyche and whatever in this way that's, like, literally, co- like, completely contrary to, to that. And so he's, like, by, like, sort of, like, putting his own identity on display, he is, like, betraying, like, everything about, like what he's learned but he's also like doing it so that he can continue to be a mob boss and like uh these influencers are sort of doing a similar thing where they're like putting their entire identity on display publicly so that they can like i don't know sustain themselves right um but in the process have sort of like betrayed like what the identity is I don't know. That might be a little bit of a reach, but right. I was kind of thinking out loud with that no, one. I definitely,
2: no. definitely kind of get it, but yeah.
0: There's, like, a link between, like, narcissistic thinking, for sure, between, like, a mob boss and an influencer. It's, yeah. the, it's the same
2: kind of, like... Well, a lot of them, like, depict themselves as if they're fucking mob bosses, when it's just yeah. like, dude, you're famous for, like... Saying dumb shit on TikTok, yeah. Like, and they're like, yo, I got a fat stack, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, rolling in my Rolls Royce or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just all decked out, like smoking cigars. Like. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're you're famous for a children's dancing well, app. <laughs> that's like what rap is. Too. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Well, rap. That, I'm, that's what I was saying is like, a lot of that street kind of gangster rap culture, mm-hmm. is very taken, influenced by the Italian mob kind yeah. of imagery as well. Like, they're all kind mm-hmm. of like um. We don't talk enough
0: about how Black people want to be Italian. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. <laughs> That's so fucking wait, wait, true. Wait. It's no. always the other way around. Like
0: no, because I had a hot take huge. at yeah. the vac shoot that
1: yeah.
0: all Italians want to be Black people, oh my which God. is which is like a no, little bit something true. Something
1: to that, but like I think that maybe you have it backwards, no, and it's, that it's mutual. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally agree. I mean, uh, yeah. If, if my if my own life experience growing up in New York has taught me anything, it's that both of those things are true. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All things are all true.
0: Kind of, kind of like but how like so, so exactly this, so this niche, meme describe it.
2: We won't we won't name <laughs> drop <laughs> our own uh, our our own little niche Italian meme account, but we do run one. And the very first post actually is this very incredible picture of Chief Keef on a red Ferrari wearing a green Italy polo. And the caption is, damn, maybe Italians really are black. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think that, like, I mean, especially in the 90s, kind of like the Suge Knight, like Death Row era. Right. They were like, obs- I mean, it's like you documented that like Suge Knight and Tupac like religiously watched like the Untouchables, like the uh, the mob yeah. movie, like they're obsessed with that kind of stuff. And like, um, so yeah, it just, we're, it's just not, it's not really necessarily like an Italian thing. It just so happens that, that Italians we're kind of started this kind of like crime fantasy or yeah. um but i think that you know all of our best movies and kind of stories are kind of crime based so it really is such an american mythology they, they kind of go we are kind of we're not only like culturally in terms of like food and the way everything gets commodified but i think like a lot of our myths are driven by this italian mob myth in america
0: yeah yeah, the the like the idea that well it, it's like um the the Italian mob myth is like the American dream for cynics kind yeah. of, you yeah. know. Yeah,
1: no exactly. The hedonistic or like easy like it's well it's funny because like it is consider, like it's sort of considered easy money, but everyone knows that like all the easy money ways are like the most like not only sinful but also just like taxing on your life. Like there's a yeah, like, soul. Sacri- yeah, mostly your soul. Like huge sacrifice. Yeah, like Yeah.
0: Nothing in this life is free.
1: No. Nothing. Especially not money. No. There's a
2: book that I've been meaning to read for research with this, but apparently it's like it's a whole breakdown about the the Italian mob movie genre and basically how it's a it's a mirror of capitalism mm-hmm. and kind of, like, how, like, just kind of our our government structure. It's just, like, a weird mirror uh, of that. And I no, totally, definitely should, totally. should definitely read it so I can say something smart about it. But I, <laughs> yeah. I think I, I see that. I yeah. see that,
0: right? Because, like... Um, uh, uh, the mob cuts out the middleman, you know, and goes directly to the source with right. all of the product, and and like it, it's all about like. It's like how they used to do, uh. Like shipping services back in the day, mm-hmm. um, where like, on the side, for, some extra cash, you could you could, like, really earn something by bringing over some, you know, special cargo or whatever. Right.
2: Or, like, stealing something from the shipments. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but it was all, like, out of regulation.
2: Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, um... Well, kind of... I mean, it really... Organized crime is kind of a weird government in itself, its own hierarchy, and, um you know it it's just as hard to move up in that as it is in like any other kind of sphere
0: yeah do you think hierarchies like go not okay not me getting philosophical (laughs) yeah Uh, let's do it i think like um i don't know do you think like societies collapse because like people have an innate desire for chaos instead of instead of like
1: peace or
0: maybe like they they like bounce between extremes you know
1: well i mean like there's two like laws of i guess like like a law of an organism is that it like does will do anything to like maintain equilibrium right so if you like think of the earth like an organism then it's like think it would thrash from like one extreme to another to maintain equilibrium but if you think of it as like all things are moving towards entropy because like the universe I, I'm pretty sure is like moving towards entropy or like that's like, right. the side to, yeah so like if you if you're looking it's at like that, in onto yeah itself, exactly yeah. I mean yeah and I think that definitely all things to me seem to always like expand with like by folding in on themselves there
0: could not be like, life without death because yeah. death breeds life back <laughs> into the world you know yeah, and yeah Like yeah. On, on, on like a naturalistic level right no
1: sure of course
0: um no but that's but I don't know if I necessarily it, 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 it makes me think of like Freudian death drive right yeah. like how we all we all de- do these little, little things yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to like no
1: definitely
0: expose ourselves to the brink of death.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're probably right. I there, Like, if you had asked me that question, like, four years ago, or even less, like, no question, I would have immediately answered, like, oh, yeah, like, we all have death drives, and, like, we're all, like, or we all prefer chaos, or whatever, yeah. like, but... I don't know. Uh, maybe like, I'm reading, like, too no, much Foucault
0: like, or whatever. No, I don't
1: know. Like, it's probably true. I'm just, like, I'm trying to be more optimistic. So if somebody told me something that made more sense to me, I would be like, oh, that's nice. But I don't... Yeah, I. Right. I for now, I agree with you. Until someone... Can until you, a better... Thing.
2: Can you sum up the take? I was really distracted by this man over here. I know.
0: <laughs> I, I was just... Th- I was saying, like, I think that society has reached, like, a, a point of... Of... Oh, we're talk- disillusionment with with the power structure. Yeah, and so they implode in on themselves because humanity prefers like its id-based state of like naturalistic chaos. You know, jungle law. It's
2: been controlled for too long. Like yeah. the monkey
0: needs to come out of the
2: cage. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's definitely. I think. Um, well, well, I think a lot of our kind of like even like the controlled aspects of our environments or whatever or like the like the big businesses kind of prey on that inner monkey in us and like want it to come out like they make money of it coming out yeah so they kind of like incentivize that kind of (laughs) Jesus Christ there's so much happening I know um incentivize this kind of like um insanely insane like insane amounts of excess and just pure hedonism and pure just like depravity and like um um, and I think speaking of like mirror and reflections, it's kind of like, this is definitely not a hot take and definitely not said before, but like, it, it, we are mirroring Rome, the collapse of Rome in a lot no, of ways. Yeah. And yeah,
1: literally.
2: Yeah. But yeah. also, I don't know, yeah. through my research, I've been... So not, Italian.
1: Yeah, Italian. Yeah. 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 America's giving Italian.
0: America's literally giving Italian yeah. right now. It's
1: great. New York <laughs> is giving Rome.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah and, uh,
1: and her... T- and uh, the the the
2: the orgy, the orgies that were in the ancient Roman orgies are not mainly f- they're not very physical anymore. They just kind of shifted onto like OnlyFans and Pornhub now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, that's <laughs> <And TikTok>. depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: okay, but that's that's simply not true. Ask any gay man you know.
2: Oh okay, well, yeah, there's definitely some. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: And like they're they're all happening in Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Disgusting, filthy afformance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because that like that's the thing. Prep has made
1: right. gay sex like right.
0: so liberated and free. When did,
1: when did prep like fully become like like most people have
0: that? Um, I, I have no idea. It feels like only within the past like five years or oh, so. Oh,
1: for sure. Like definitely within the past five years. Which so like I was wondering if there was like. A I guess COVID makes it like all kind of murky.
0: Yeah, I am not on it because it, I'm like. I don't know what this drug is. Yeah, yeah, no. It's so new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like. No, I totally understand. I'm like, I'm like the king of like pharmaceutical skeptics. Yeah. Although I would never like. It's kind of like the. I understand why someone would take it, so I would never be like. It's like
2: the male birth control for gay men. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I don't know, yeah, like, I don't think I would yeah, take male birth control, like, that sounds absolutely horrifying. No,
0: it does. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, it, it, uh, yeah. I don't know, I could go on about this forever, but it, it just seems like, I don't want to be a guinea pig, I don't want to yeah. be a science experiment. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. not scares me. Yeah, oh, it, it's like, yeah. it's like, what kind of Nazis work in the pharmaceutical no, industry? Well,
1: I was on, so, like, I've been on a few different medications in my life but like mostly when I was younger so I was pretty like being like crazy like adolescent teenager and teen anyway so I can't really speak on like how those drugs affected me at the time right
0: your, your hormones were already like exactly they were
1: so already much. tweaking exactly but I can say that I was on birth control for like a year, two years I think yeah that sounds right um pretty recently mm-hmm. and I got off of it maybe like a little under a year ago and for the first at least like six to eight months that I was on it I cried like every day
0: right and yeah
1: literally and I was but I was also like because nothing else happened to me like I didn't like gain weight and like I like something like you know like nothing else really changed I was like, oh, like, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm not depressed. Like, right. it just didn't affect me. And yeah. then, um, and then, like, when I got off of it finally, I, like, I sort of got normal, but, you know, not totally. When I got off of it, after I'd been off of it for like a month or two, I was like, holy shit. Like, actually, like, I feel like myself My again brain, so yeah. much more. In a way, I didn't even realize that I wasn't feeling like myself, like, that hard until I got off of it.
0: Yeah. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Like, how that works? Yeah. I, like, well, I've been on, like, a few different SSRIs, too. Mm -hmm. And they're all different. They all make you, like, feel different ways. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Certain ones will make you feel absolutely insane. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. Potting is for smoking and drinking, for sure. It's not for eating. No, no. Because people don't like mouth sounds.
1: Chewing sounds? That's a little much. Yeah.
0: You need the ASMR.
1: Oh, definitely. What else? What else are you doing this In a park. No, Did that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: exactly. It would, be, it would be more Italian if we could drink, if it was like ASMR, if us drinking espresso while smoking, though. Oh, I know. Yeah, and cigars. Mm. Cigars like I like
1: cigars. Mm-hmm. I actually tried a cigar for the first time. Je- Jeff and I once, uh, oh, a, oh my once God. this guy pretended to be someone that Jeff knew. Like, just, like, 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 because, yeah, Jeff thought that he was this guy that he knew, and this guy just, like, went along with it. Like, we were at a party. He, like, had this random girl pay for our cab, like, stuck her with the bill for the cab, like, ran out, took us to this other bar, then, like, tried to stick Jeff with the bill there and got us, like, blackout. And, like, Jeff left because he was so blackout drunk, and then I almost died. And then then this woman saved me. And she was like, You're not gonna go home with those guys, that's crazy. And I was like, Wow, you're so right, like, thank you. And then we, like, stayed outside of the bar for a second, and she had a cigarette, or a a cigar, I mean, and she clipped it in half and gave half of it to me, and we smoked the cigar together. And it was so fun, and it was nice. And she was like, If you get a boyfriend, like, import him from out of town, like, he shouldn't be from New York. And I was like, Damn, that's really good advice. And then I did.
2: Yeah, there was a, a, a guy I had, like, this professional relationship with who I, like, only had seen maybe, like, five times in my life, very briefly, and it was months since I have seen him. So we're drunk at a party, and it's super dark in this, like, basement of this, like, hotel, um, and I was, like, he was kept looking at me, so I was, like, oh, that must be him, and I was, like, yo, I'm not going to name drop this guy, obviously, right. but he then he starts to pre- pre- pretending to be the guy, I'm asking him all the questions about his film, and, all this shit and he's just That's going along funny. and then he had bottle service at it this was, event like, and got us time. like really fucked up and then yeah, like yeah. No, it was so strange I think he he's no. mooching yeah Or
1: yeah I think that he was mooching but also I won't know I can't know for sure because since he didn't give you his real name he just pretended to be the guy you thought he was right. the name that I gave was the name of the guy that you thought he was to like uh, this like basically I tried to get a drink from the table um, like, and this yeah and this dude stopped me and I was like yeah I'm, I'm friends with this guy and he was like I don't know who that is oh my god yeah okay. and I was like and but he let me get a drink anyway because I'm like a cute girl
0: oh. <laughs> um. we love a cute girl status actually <laughs> that was honestly
2: no. super fun night until and then I didn't realize it until like thank god we took pictures with the guy
1: I know those pictures he was wearing a fez. I would have yeah, yeah, and I would have so bizarre. No, he, a stole fez? A, he stole a fez
2: off of a guy that was like legit wearing a fez there. Whoa. It was such a weird, weird party. It
1: was a really weird party. We were talking to Betsy a bunch. Yeah. That no was way. a funny party. It was another one of the it was another
2: like Simone Films party. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Name
0: dropping it. Betsy Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so nice. I,
1: she's the sweetest person.
0: She yeah. might come on the pod. Oh, that'd
2: be sick. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should get her.
0: No, I DM'd her, and I asked her, and she said that she would. I just yeah.
1: have to, like, figure it nice. out with her. Nice, nice. Yeah, just awesome. nail her
2: down. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's
1: really sweet. She's awesome.
2: Yeah, we had a really fun night, and then... I mean, it was still was fun. So the thing was, the reason why I had left was because he was, like, saying that he was friend. He took us to another bar, and, like, kept saying he knew the owner of the bar, so that it was cool for me to go piss in, like, the, the, the kitchen bathroom. But every time I would go to the kitchen bathroom, they would try to kick me out. And then... Why did... Wait, I think okay, he was. I think he was trying to get me yeah, kicked no, to get kicked out. And then I think I did get kicked out. I think I did, and was just like, I'm just I'm, leaving. I'm sure you did. Right. Yeah, I was you really fucked just, up. I,
1: but I was so fucked up. I don't even know what happened to you. Like I have no idea. Like, I don't. I don't know. They almost
2: kicked me out at least three times. I have
1: no idea. I didn't even notice a single time. I only noticed that you were like singing. <laughs> and kind of, and, yeah, you were singing and kind of like, like you know, swaying, like, <laughs> swaying around and like. Almost, oh yeah, that's like, how you, you know, were. Cut like, me knocking off. into things, but you were like about to. Oh,
2: I, get, I turn into a human wrecking ball when I hit a level right. of drunk. Like I will, yeah, yeah. I will fuck up a whole environment. Well,
1: I was, I was busy because I was talking to the bartender who oh. told me that. He was like engaged, and that, and I was like, Oh, congratulations! And he was like, Yeah, no, like it's going really bad. Oh and I was God. like, Oh, no. I'm sorry, Everyone was on shit.
0: everybody in New York can't Yo. get a break with dates, <laughs> huh? I no, literally, I know, dude.
1: Fucking two couples that I know, like really well, like that have been together for years broke up within the past week.
0: Really, it's cuffing season. Yeah,
1: I know, it's but it's for them, it's like anti cuffing. So actually, three couples that I know, one of them hadn't been together that long, but the other two, years. Yeah. Broke up within the past two weeks. See, I'm... It's like cuffing season.
0: I'm also on a mission to...
1: To cuff? What's yeah, it? to uh, cuff, no, yeah, baby. Yeah, no, you should. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: Lock I, it down. Um, I, but it's been difficult.
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that's funny. It's a... Yeah, getting in These New York is hard. New
0: York men are tricky. Yeah, you know they're what I'm very saying? tricky.
1: Yeah, uh, I, got, I got lucky because I um, started seeing this guy immediately after he moved to new york and when i first started seeing him he was he was doing this thing of like oh like i don't really know like if i want to date anyone because he had just moved here so he thought maybe maybe i can do better but then he looked around and he realized that he couldn't so
0: (laughs) yeah that's like kind of the situation
1: yeah that's like often the situation the The
0: waiting game right
1: in new york it's so difficult because like options there's, are everywhere exactly there's it's uh what is the like an embarrassment of choices or what yeah yeah i forget what the expression is but you're just so overwhelmed oh by the amount of options that you have wait hold on okay,
0: okay. um yeah what were you saying so oh, overwhelmed. i was just
1: saying that you're yeah you're overwhelmed with the amount of options that you have that you're like paralyzed to choose like, right exactly yeah, like you can't actually choose and then like especially men like men just like
0: fucking jack for yeah. example like you jack <laughs>
2: yeah. well everyone I think everyone is just so goddamn hot here like it's that's another thing that's that, unfortunate that's yeah there's like uh, way too many options yeah but um and everyone want, everyone is
0: horny too uh, yeah. constantly everyone's horny
1: everyone's hot everyone's willing to put up with way too much but like also doesn't want to like lock it down like you know what i mean it's like you're i am ready to lock it down you're either on one end of the spectrum or the other where it's like either you're willing to do anything to lock it down and so you'll put up with way too much and you'll probably end up fighting for somebody who isn't interested in that at all or you're that person that isn't interested at all but you're just kind of like having fun and like exploring your options yeah dead ass (laughs) like
0: being free and youthful and cool yeah stupid a narcissist, well, yeah.
1: yeah. I have like, I have only very brief leading periods where I advocate for that sort of behavior, and I think in general, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you like want to be happy, um, and have a companion in life, I think you should maybe think about that, but also like, have, you know, have fun while you're young, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, like, I...
1: royal you, not, anyway. right? Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not being like, you <laughs> me
0: specifically. Yeah.
2: Wait, uh, should, we, should we go into the other topics? I feel bad. We kind of like hijacked your all of the. No,
0: I'm having so much fun. Oh, okay, um, you did. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, I also yeah. just have
2: to pee, so. <laughs> okay. I might just find like a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. around here.
1: No, you should. Yeah, I think we should. We should probably talk for a little while. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm gonna do some recon. You guys continue. Okay, okay. so. I'll be
1: right back. <laughs> cool.
0: I also just wanted to talk about the Don't Worry, Darling drama.
1: Oh yeah yeah no I know a, a lot about that. Okay so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My hot take is... <laughs> and maybe it's not, like, as hot of a take because, like... I've seen a few people have sure, this one sure. already, but... Uh, Olivia Wilde seems like an evil harpy to oh, me. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, like, that. The video is, like, the most damning piece of evidence I've seen in a while. I like, know. Like, as anyone. Like, and it's not because she says anything that's so fucked up bad. It's just, like the tone of voice that she's taking, the fact that she was trying to get Shia LaBeouf back and then like lied in the media. Why would she like, lie ugh, though? Because she wanted to make herself look better, but it's like, she, you didn't have to say all of that. Like you could have just said, like, he left the movie and like if Like it didn't asked, work out, wish him the best. Literally, yeah. and if people asked you why, you could have just said, like, I don't want to say. Like people actually literally do that all the time. Press will ask them questions and they'll, and they'll, they'll over, be like no yeah. comment or like, I'm not going to answer. Like, you could have done that, but you didn't, girl. And here we are. You did the are. most. Yeah. yeah, here we are.
0: Well, she was out here saying, like, oh, how how great the movie is or whatever. And, and like, what an extraordinary performance Florence Pugh gave. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, she's trying to correct, obviously. I know, because
0: Florence Pugh clearly hates her I guts. I mean, she
1: wouldn't even fucking do press for the one week of things. Like, she, like, well, stopped. Well, why,
0: why do we think that Florence Pugh hates her guts? Is it because, like... Olivia Wilde is more interested in, like, dating Harry Styles and using a film as a giant excuse to do so.
1: Right. Right, Well, if I honestly, like, I... This is pure speculation because I haven't really seen anything to support this. But in my experience, when someone doesn't like a director after working with them, it's normally... And, like, their relationship is purely creative it's normally because, not because of something personal, but because the director was, like, a bad director in that she, like, let things go disorganized or, like, made other people sort of, like, take over her duties for her, and other people had to step up, maybe even Florence Pugh herself, which is, like, a lot of the time why people tend to, like, hold grudges after movies. Well, Olivia Wilde
0: literally put herself in the movie, too. Like, she's one of the roles in the film.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, like, she is an actress, so I don't know, like... But it, there's, she's, she's
0: not a very good allowance. actress. No,
1: no, of course not. But there's there's some allowances to be made there. But if I had to guess, I would say that it's probably because she failed as a director. Not because of anything else, but I'm sure that the whole Harry Styles shit had a lot to do with it. Like, that's, well, you know... clearly like,
0: they broke up, because... Oh,
1: duh, yeah. Like, no, they're not... I mean, they were never gonna fucking... Come on, like, were they ever really together I in just, the first place? I just think
0: just it like says that? it says so much about her character she's like a fuck girl kinda yeah, she, she, to yeah. drop Jason sudeikis her husband of like how many years with their children yeah like
1: yeah. no it's sad and like obviously we'll never know what happens in their marriage but have
0: you seen the video exists to
1: speculate about <laughs>
0: have you seen the video of her being uh, um, served? while she's giving this, like, talk about yeah. the film. Oh my god,
1: oh my god, I did see that. Yeah. Oh my god, I fucking forgot. Holy shit, that was crazy. Right? That was fucking, he's so savage for that. I know. He's beyond savage. And that's how you actually, like, n- even though there's no indication of, like, who did what on either side besides her dating Harry Styles, so you just have to think that, like, he's an epic guy who, like, yeah. got a little taste of his revenge by doing that. Yeah, like, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, good, and good for him.
0: And, like, like... Not for nothing they don't serve you up at like whatever place you're at in the moment like they go to your house yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which like No, he
1: either They he, try and
0: find you.
1: Exactly. I've there like that means one of two options like one of which is like even funnier than the other, but both of which are hilarious, which is like either he orchestrated that moment perfectly yeah. so that she would be on stage. Or they tried to find her at her house or, like, other places, and she was, like, avoiding them. And yeah. they, like, had to, like, chase her down when she was on stage so that, they, like, she, like, couldn't run away.
0: It's, it's beautiful, actually.
1: It is. It is. But, yeah, I know I love the Don't Worry Darling stuff because, like, I'm, like, I write for, like, slash film. Um, so I see a lot of, like, movie and TV news right. all the time. Um, So it's fun, like, when everyone else is, like, in on, like, the same shit that, like, I know about, you know? Like, and all, like, the drama that I follow, um, and it's just as invested as me. And, like, obviously there's a lot of, like, big names in this, so it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, Harry Styles is, like, a huge star, so...
0: But he's not a very good actor, see? Which, like, like, only builds evidence. Yeah,
1: that's what everyone is saying. Everyone is saying that not only is his accent, like, distractingly bad, but his performance is also just, like, really bad, which I'm sure... But he's
0: not an actor, he's a pop star. No, literally. like... Like,
1: first of all, and second of all, and, like, so he shouldn't have done, like, a drama. No. Like, he needed, like, if any, like, pop stars can do, like, certain types of roles, but they shouldn't be doing, like, a serious film like this, which this, regardless of if it is a serious film, it's marketed as one. Yeah. And Florence Pugh is clearly like a serious actress and I'm sure that part of her frustration with Olivia Wilde stems from the fact that Harry Styles is a shit actor and that's her fucking scene partner in most of her like emotional scenes.
0: And not for nothing like Harry Styles is like a huge superstar with billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh is a working actress. Yeah, yeah. Like she she doesn't have Harry Styles doesn't need this movie
1: right right and no, you're it's, absolutely it's right. it's, like,
0: distracting yeah. from her star. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And, you know, like, who knows, like, what expectations she had for this project. Maybe she thought, like, wow, like, this is a project with, like, Shia LaBeouf. Like, she may or may not have known about the allegations. She may or may not, like, respect him as an actor. Apparently she,
0: they were beefing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, right,
1: because of the whole, like, misflow. flow will maybe... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, like, at the very least, Shia LaBeouf signals the fact that this is going to be like a serious film you know yeah. what I mean like he is like an artsy guy so it's like if you have Shia LaBeouf attached it sends a message regardless of whether you like him or not yeah or, like, there will think be no comedic
0: not. moments exactly exactly yeah
1: and it's going to be like something that people take seriously or like I'm trying to make it something that people take seriously yeah or like at the very least is like creative and like independent or that like creative vibes, people are and, like, taking
0: seriously exactly. in the production of, yeah, yeah
1: yeah yes exactly and i'm sure that that's why she attached herself in a lot of ways you know like she does mainly shit like that so
0: yeah she like she's an a24 yeah, she's girly. A girl
1: exactly yeah you know have you ever been on like the um do you go on low cow ever yeah okay you say so you've been on like the snow thread mm-hmm. uh, the left cow snow thread they love Florence Pugh in that thread. Have you ever noticed that?
0: No. They
1: fucking love Florence Pugh. They love like comparing Dasha to Florence Pugh. Why? It, like, okay, I don't know, but like when she was on Succession, mm-hmm. that was like a huge thing. Like, right, all right, the time. Ta- right. But like, for, it's so, it, but it's like bizarre. No, like because like she, of all actresses, I don't know why they chose to compare them. They
0: don't really look like each other. No, I don't they think. look
1: completely different. It was the most bizarre. And no, kind of no offense to. F-
0: to Florence Pugh, yeah. but she's simply, like, a bigger girl in comparison no, to Dasha. No, literally. No, I don't know
1: why. There, it wasn't even, like, an appearance thing, really. It was more like, this is a serious actress. Maybe it was really just, like... It, <sighs> That's you know mean. Like, it was probably just, like, one or two posters who right. were, like, weirdly obsessed with her. I think that somebody once said that it was, like, a, one of the mods of the board that was, like, obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. But, which, like, makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, basically, like, I would just see all these posts that were, like... Um, pictures like the most recent like red carpet picture of Florence Pugh and it would be like wow she looks amazing like Dasha could never or like some crazy <laughs> like what like Dasha's not like Dasha's literally has one minor role in like an HBO show like that's not and the and y'all mad yeah, yeah. literally like the, literally and y'all are somehow mad like for what you're pressed for what
0: yeah it's a supporting role it's
1: uh, like literally like a small supporting role in an ensemble cast yeah. like what like are you good What's, what's,
2: this, what's this beef? Well, uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah, we
0: were talking about how, like, on Locale, uh-huh. they uh, compare Florence Pugh to Dasha. Okay. And how, like, it's an unfounded comparison, you know? Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, no. It's really it was
1: really bizarre. I don't think they don't really do it anymore. It was just kind of like a succession A thing. moment, Now yeah. that she's booted from succession, uh, as they no. say. Um, we won't be seeing more of that
0: yeah but we will be seeing the vac movie at some we point will.
1: how did you what are your feelings about the the vac movie the shoot the aftermath the
0: um i've said it before and i'll say it again thank you peter Vac, for <laughs> for so much i think that uh well, that's how Jeff and I met, mm-hmm. first of all.
2: Yeah, the Brown family cinematic universe brings people together. I mean, that's yeah. how yeah. I mean, so Shay, so too. me and Shay met at a screening of Actors. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Actors is, yeah. so is so good, right? So
1: fucking good. Yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. Actually, like, there was a minute where Betsy was thinking of like publishing a substack of pieces about it, mm-hmm. and we had been in communication about some other stuff I was writing, so she asked me to write something for it. Um, and she never ended up make like publishing that but I might like publish that right later. why not yeah right. no literally like I fucking, and well anyway she also sent me like a link like a screener link right Ooh. yeah so I've seen it like a fucking a bunch of times I've shown it to as many people as I can and like I, I it's just like so full of humor so original like I never seen like that type of like experimentation brought to like a narrative film in a way that like didn't distract but even like, it contributed to the narrative and also, like, integrated the digital world in this way that was really interesting. Like, yeah, I just... I really fucked with it on so many levels. Funny, like... Yeah.
0: Deeply, like earnest yes too. yeah
1: no like you could tell that she put her whole pussy into that thing mm-hmm. and it was yeah. fucking incredible And like in more ways than one you know Petsy, I'm pretty sure her pussy
0: is in it see. <laughs> I love you come on the pod yeah literally
1: Oh, she's like yeah she's great she's great
0: I already she's know so what angel. I would talk to her about too what
1: would you talk to her about
0: well I wanna I wanna like cause I, I've been doing episodes about like my own my own like tastes mm-hmm. lately too like um I I just did an episode with uh Jack the Perfume Nationalist oh, on yeah. uh, the movie network, which oh, I really nice. love. Nice. Um so I think I would really like to to like do another like movie review episode with yeah, Betsy. I think
1: yeah. no, that would be so fun. And I think that um, and she has such good taste, like everything that she's like I don't know, like, all the references that I've made to her that she's resonated with have been, like, really good. Yeah. Do you know Kaveh Zahedi at all? No, I actually okay, don't. Okay, you should maybe look into his work, because she's a huge fan of his, like, right. huge, and so I know that she would have a lot to say about him, probably more than anyone else. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm sure she. there's a lot of other people that she's fans of, but that one I know for a fact.
0: Okay, definitely. Cool. Yeah, also
1: his work is super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing this, like, thing about him right now It's like a long thing okay
0: so, yeah yeah i've been writing a uh actually if you're on the patreon playing the patreon um <laughs> if you're on the patreon then you know i have been writing uh essays lately because i want to have enough essays for a book that i can publish nice. oh yeah yeah
1: no i saw you talking about that in the yeah.
0: yeah i'm like very excited about you know the uh the prospect of that yeah. too and like using using this to kind of promote it as yeah. well as like fun and everything yeah
1: that's nice fun what
2: is all about promoting your shit i know actually
0: (laughs) okay so when like i've i've done this field before like i kind of was long-winded about it when i said it the first time on the pod but i think like podcasting is so cool because it's like it's like a reverse engineering how we traditionally consume media which is like the art first and then learning about the artist like yeah. it's like you, yeah. you learn about the artist and then you consume their no, art
1: literally.
2: yeah and that's kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier about like just personalities is yeah. kind of been the main cultural output these days is like that those are the main kind of creations are these personas so it kind of is a weird way I don't want to use the word it's super lame but like uh, hacking or just like um, yeah you're right it's like reverse engineering like um, it's And I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I, I do think a lot of, like, the people that are famous off of just being personality, it's a lot of shitty kind of culture that they produce. Sure, yeah. But, but um,
0: imagine if you could be that person and, and make good make, culture.
2: Exactly. No, that's, that's the key. I think if you, like, tie it back to something real or tangible, then you're doing something. You're doing a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You're doing something cool.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I've been thinking about this also, and I feel like it's interesting that there is, like, this huge criticism of, like, a lot of, like really just like famous people in general you see this trend but on like a microcosmic level like the dime square people where it's like the some of the largest figures in this scene face the criticism of like not having a lot of creative output and being more of like a persona yeah. than like a creative but like sort of like um presenting themselves like as an artist or whatever but When you think about it, it's like there's like a shit ton of artists here. It's just like the people that you hear about the most are the personas because they have put like that part of things first. Yeah. Like because they've been
0: they they ultimately made a decision to to promote a persona and have that be a part of the art.
1: Exactly. And they and they also knew that that was like in like the like to use the buzzard attention economy, that's, like, the best way to get attention. Yeah,
0: and as we always go back to on this podcast, I mean, I think that, like, Lana Del Rey is the ultimate 21st century star version of that. No one else can can top her ability to create a persona. Well... We've done, like, an hour.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah. We're going to go into the into the festival now and film some, some real Italo shit. Hell yeah. Well, was there yeah. anything you wanted to cover that
1: we didn't get to?
0: Um, Not really. I mean, I can save the other stuff, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do yeah, it I think for that, a future pod. That, that, that was well, good. That was, yeah. like, fun. No, I think so, too. Right? I,
0: yeah. It's always fun here. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, this was super fun. Thank right. you so much for having us. Oh, my God. Thank so you for being so on. It's so honored to be here.
0: and uh if you guys need me i'll be in my trailer bye